Yeah. Y'all niggas ready to start? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. What'd you say about contract records? Hey, Reef, hey, Reef. I've been telling you all this week, man. Take them catch records outside. <laughs> take catch records. My bad. <laughs> what you say about catch records? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought a, I thought niggas said something about catch records. <laughs> Yo, catch records. Yeah. Hey, man, did you sign all them people to catch records like I asked you to, man? <laughs> <laughs> yo, why is a reef in charge? I'm yo? the CEO what? of catch records, man. <laughs> Nigga, he said, yo, did you sign all the people to catch records like I told you to? I told you. <laughs> like, why was that? That was the Yo, that was on your agenda to sign all these people to catch records. <laughs> I need to know who was on this list, yo. But you know. had to sign all of them. Couch records ain't been around for a little minute now. Yo. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. That's Couch Records, yo. <laughs> yo, that's, that's the next artist that's getting signed, yo. That's how Reef picture right now, because he don't want us to see, like, Couch Records headquarters and shit. <laughs> yo, if he, if he put his camera on, you literally just going to see Couch Records. <laughs> my camera's not on? No, no. you can't see you this whole time. time. No, you know that. You probably got a Koch mink on right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nah, fuck out of here, Koch records. Yeah, yeah, nah, 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 Right. Oh, yeah. Go sign all them people to catch records. You're like, all right. Signing paperwork. Hey, Reeve, go sign all the people to catch records. Okay. I'm sorry. Yo. All right. All right. All right. We get started. Yeah, we got to start. <laughs> Another edition of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. This is Ehas, and the Bastards are in the building. Bastards, introduce your damn selves. What's happening, Super Boy J. Sprat, aka Cost Records Finest? Sprat, what's happening? What's happening? It's your boy, Reject Reef, CEO of Cost Records. You know what I mean? Yeah. Reject Reef, CEO of Cost Records. Yeah, you know. That's not 32 people. Sauce, man. Listen, they got the sauce. In-house producer for life, Koch Records, man. You already know what it is. <laughs> Y'all know what it's been since we came out. So since we came out. Ain't nothing new, man. <laughs> 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 
Ant Man, I'm here, you know, janitor in the Koch Records building. Yeah. <laughs> Clean him up. Clean, Clean him up. up. <laughs> Sweeping Clean to head sprung like I hey, do. Yo, the Koch Street Sweeper, man. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> My nigga Ant Man, the Koch Street Sweeper. You know what I mean, that's a way better title than janitor. Cot the streets, they got a cot streets. <laughs> oh, we got title for episode now. No, oh, oh my god, damn, that's funny. Thank y'all for joining us. Oh, another week, another week of the glorious bastards. Uh, this is a part two to an episode. Uh, We've been doing, uh, we just kind of held everything and kind of released it all at the same time. Uh, <clears throat> so how's everybody feeling, man? I know last time we talked, last time we did this, it was, uh, it was rough. And I think it's still a little rough, but how's everybody feeling? Uh, not as bad. Yeah. Still rough, but just waiting for the fake shit. Yeah, it's just tired, 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 but like not as bad as the you know initial wave right I agree. feelings yeah. more so like all right like, it is what it is now now i'm just like ready to do what i gotta do to like mm-hmm. make change right that's always good man like <clears throat> i feel the same way i mean there's stuff going on still obviously but uh it's not yeah like, like i said it, it kind of I'm down. It's not as chaotic every single day anymore, but so, you know, been all right for the most part. Yeah. Day to day. I mean, to the state of the day. That's what's up, man. Same way, man. Mm-hmm. Still the same way, y'all. Uh, taking it day by day. I think black people, we just so damn resilient. Yeah, and forgiving. <laughs> I mean, we got, unfortunately, we have to be. Yeah, we, we like Wolverine. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah. Except not, not Logan Wolverine because he died. Yeah, yeah, not Logan. Yeah. But we like Wolverine, that concept of Wolverine. We just, <laughs> we're angry for a reason, but we just get our ass whooped and we just heal. Just and then we stand come back, back up. Ass. Right, right. It still become like, you know, like a flagship of a franchise, which is the Earth. You know, I'm just, you know, that's just how we are, man. We just, we just resilient. You know what I mean? Um, happy Juneteenth to everyone who are who is listening on time. Unlike black people, y'all are listening on time. Um, if everybody else, happy belated Juneteenth. Most of y'all black folks that are listening right now. Oh, I'm a white folk, just mind your business right now. But you know. Shout out. We still love y'all, all our white fans, all our fans of the Caucasian persuasion and, and the, uh, people of the Asian persuasion and so on and so forth. We love you all. We thank you. We appreciate you for continuing to listen to everything that we do. Um, <clears throat> we've surpassed 13,000 listens, 13,000 downloads, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um we're continuing to climb up the iTunes podcast chart. Uh, we're going to just try to keep going. You know what I mean? Um, hopefully we'll be on other um, outlets very soon. But 
we greatly appreciate everybody who continues to listen faithfully and we want to keep bringing that content to you but happy juneteenth to all my black folk that's who i'm talking to right now thank you so much for continuing to listen and uh happy independence day independence you know what i'm saying yes sir sure so uh what's been going on what's been going on what did we miss um, oh, mean, huh? Uh, I don't. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. We'll start. It's almost I'll like start. where do you start? Wait, then we we'll start with the heavy shit or the light shit. I'll start. Yeah. I'll start with the light shit, heavy shit, and then we'll go back to the light shit. Um, a rat, a rat, and Nicki Minaj dropped the song. Right. And uh, Manny, Manny. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't know how y'all feel about it. Her verse was crazy. His verse is meh. Wow, I feel the other way. Honestly, I feel like her verse was garbage. I fuck with her verse. His the first part of his verse was meh, as manly turned up real quick. Sounds like I'm over it. I feel like her titties were fire. Definitely um, fire. Moon Jones all over the place. Yes, her about to sound really misogynistic. Yeah. But she put him out there. I'm not just just walking like. Oh no 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 no! I was I was with it. Oh, we gonna talk yeah like that. yeah like I, I don't want to sound misogynistic, but like at the same time, her titties were fire. Like they were fire. I'm not. She's a woman, but she also was. She also was uh, actually gloating and using them as a point of sale for this video. And uh, they were definitely proper to ask. It was pretty good. She, I think she poured milk on old boy. I was like, oh, okay. Her titties ain't look fake in that video. Yeah, they ain't look fake. I mean, there was, already, there was already enough fake in that video. She didn't, I mean, if anything, <laughs> something got to look real. Yeah. I, I didn't see any of this. I haven't seen that video beginning and end or heard that song beginning. Yeah, me either. I haven't oh, seen the video I, or I heard the song. I refuse to give old boy views to watch action videos too, so I can see the video and hear the song. The only way I saw any of it was the clips people put on Twitter. Because I was like, I'm not, I'm not going on YouTube. And yeah. Oh no, I watch a review of somebody re- watching that video, so I can, so I can give them a look, not them, not old boy. <clears throat> Lace front. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going straight out say I did go look at the video. Like for some reason the video popped up. Like I don't look at his stuff, but for some reason the video just popped up on my YouTube for whatever reason and I was just chilling and I was like, eh. And then you know what? Actually, I know exactly what happened. The video popped up on that it's coming up next. Uh, that'll do it. It was it was coming up next. Automatic. I, yeah, and I'm sorry I didn't bring my <coughs> to turn it off. And then it came, I was like, oh, that's the new joint he got with, with Nikki. And I watched it and I was like, oh, it ain't bad. Actually, he did a good job. Actually, if I didn't know in the beginning that first half his verse, you don't even know it's him. Yo, I don't sound like him at all. Don't sound like him at all. Yo, honestly, I like him sounding like that better than I like his actual his other rap. Yeah, like his last couple of songs, he's been switching his flow and everything. Yeah, and and I'll say this: like I'm not planning on giving the man, you know, views and revenue and all of that stuff. But like I said, it came on. I didn't break my neck to turn it off. It popped on. I seen titties. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. I'll watch it. And I think that that's why he knows that people will watch it because it's a bunch of women in his videos now because you can't have no guys in your video because don't nobody respect you. Yeah, you can't leave the house. You can't invite niggas over unless you're Akon. 
Yeah. He's about to have Akon in every video now. <laughs> yeah, so he, he got a bunch of, like, you know, a bunch of women in his videos, and they're very attractive. And Nikki looked good in his video. Um, but, yeah, I think he'll fizzle out. He'll fizzle out. You know what I mean? I'm not going to make a topic about him, but he'll he'll fizzle out, in my opinion, just simply because people are just not going to, you know, he, he's kind of, people got over it, but he also isn't talented enough to generate the same attention because all of the attention that he generated was based off of his street persona. Right. So, his street persona was how he generated attention and people are saying he's going to keep generating attention because people don't care about him being a snitch because a lot of his fans don't aren't from the streets, which is cool, but he got his fans because he was from the streets. Mm-hmm. Now you're not going to keep those fans. Those other fans that support you, they only can support what you can actually put out, but you can't put out because you're not, of the streets anymore. So you'll you'll eventually you'll run in a circle, you'll hit every corner, you'll get v- views, you'll have your fans as always cuz they'll have a cult fan base so to speak. But he he won't surpass that, you know what I mean? Mhm. And uh but all in all though, I was just trying to say like the video was cool. I liked the video. I liked the song. It was I right. That's pretty much all I'm going to say about that because it's Juneteenth and we're not here to talk about bull. Um, Juneteenth. Next subject. Uh, all of the protests. I know we talked about that last episode. The protests have kind of simmered down, if you sort of speak. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not really, but really. In, in regards to like Coverage, yeah, coverage for sure. Coverage, yeah. yeah, but I mean, even the actual protest, the protest as like in intensity the, of the protest, yeah, the riots attached to right. it. Now, there's still protests going on. It's the protest people are having an encampment currently right now in our city in Philly. Um, they're having an encampment down on the parkway. Mm. I honestly, though, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. But I just see a bunch of white people out there. It's been more white than blacks. What niggas? What niggas going camping? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. I'm not yeah. saying gotcha. I like camping. Camping's extra. I'm not saying the niggas like us. Most niggas ain't staying outside when they got an apartment. They not. They not. They not. not. If I got work, if I got like work running water, I'm not staying outside. So it's mostly white people outside with giant Black Lives Matter banners and that they're demanding, they're having demand for black people, which is a good and a bad thing, in my opinion. But neither here nor there. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but uh, but uh, there's a you know, like I said, there's the encampment. I don't know how I feel about it. I I didn't even know a lot about it. <clears throat> like I'm hearing most of the information like right now. Yeah, me too. So I haven't even formulated an opinion on it. But as far as being outside, yeah, you're gonna see more white people and <laughs> black people at in that kind of situation. Yeah, and that kind of thing. The way that they're yeah, like if you chose to camp, yeah, you definitely gonna see white people out there. It's tents and all that shit out there. It's kinda of like <clears throat> I remember they did that Occupy, Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. Occupy City Hall. They live for that shit. 
Yeah, so they're pretty much doing an Occupy Black Lives Matter situation going on. And um, and they're demanding, like, all of the, a lot of the abandoned buildings turn into low-income housing for black people. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, that's smart. I think that that's really cool. It's cool, but there's an agenda behind it because you want to turn those to low-income housing. So you can move the black people out and gentrify it. You think it lead lead to gentrification or yeah. just straight up be gentrification? Oh, more of it. Yeah. I so so at my firehouse across the street are the last some of the last high rises in the city of Philadelphia. Right. Um there are nineteen stories, there's three buildings, and they are shitty. They are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but our people live in them. They're living. They're living in pretty bad condition. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think one of those buildings or two of those buildings have gotten purchased, and they're in route to be gentrified. Um, these are project buildings. They're trying to change them, and they're trying to also change or one of them, and then the other two are supposed to be. Uh, imploded or something and then they're supposed to be low income housing but how long is that going to last if you're making the other one into luxury high rise apartments I, I don't know I don't trust it I feel like we just putting our movement into the hands of white <clears throat> I don't like it I mean I that's my opinion. People will say I'm cooning because I don't want to put my movement into the hands of white people, but I I don't approve of it. I don't know. Because you feel like if it's our movement, then we need to move and make the moves. Wait, we need to make the moves ourselves and not count on someone else to do it or someone else to start it or someone else to, you know, get it like prefaced and we could just follow behind. Build your own, man. Build your own, trust your own. Not saying you can't intermingle, not saying you can't have white allies, but we are literally making statements that say this is white people's job to end this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of that. I've, we've been doing that for how long now? Putting it into their hands, change everything. How long you got to keep trusting somebody to change something and they're not changing it? I mean, it is white people's job to end racism because they're the ones who are perpetuating it. But as far as making change locally, it's a community effort. It should be a community effort. I'm glad you said that, Reef, because I've heard that a lot of times, and my opinion about that is that it's an unrealistic expectation. It's kind of like ending terrorism quote-unquote, right? Mm. Like, it's a mindset. Like, racism is taught and it's bred within God knows how many people. My <laughs> grandma did this, and then my father did that. and then th- You know what I'm saying? So, what I think is that we're asking for something we're never going to get. Like, oh, yeah, and I'm not trying to have this mentality about it, especially around the time of Juneteenth. I'm not trying to have a mentality where I don't feel like we can end racism, but at the same time, ending racism is such a... Well, that will never happen. Ending it? Yeah, so, 
It's impossible. It's, 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 it's like it's become a goal because it's it's unattainable. So I feel like we commandeer, we've let white people commandeer our movement, and we've allowed them to make that the goal of ending racism and racism. That's such a tall feat, and racism is not a thing that you can just stop by hugging. Yeah, well, it's one is systematic, so that that that's far beyond like people's that's people's mindsets, that's laws, that's company structures, that's the way the way money is distributed. That it's like a whole thing that's not oh, basically it's a process that would never be achieved. In our lifetime, ending ending racism is such a tall task because you gotta like. First of all, all them old racist dudes just gotta die because they're not gonna just stop being racist because we tell them to. Well, yeah, and then yeah, it's systematic, like you said, brief, like you said, like it's it's so many layers to racism. Mm-hmm. Race, and racism is one of them things. Like when you learn it, it's like you can't. I feel like it's hard to unlearn that, especially especially when the people who probably put it, who instilled it in you are still here and still like in your life and everything like that. So it's kind of like it'll never really leave you, especially if you've grown to like if you grew up like that. Yeah, it's like why would it's like there's nothing if you could come this far with being racist and you know that you're racist. It's really nothing that any other person can do to take that or to change that first of all racism because the offshoot of classism along with colorism none of that's going to end and it's, it's like, change and become more covert it's not even the old people as you can see from all the all the kids on tiktok it's young kids oh yeah high school yes. and college too you're born into it yeah that's what i'm saying yeah you're born into it and you taught and you've shown things and they're told things and it doesn't it, it it doesn't help. Not saying that uh that you know people are uh that white people aren't crazy and do bad things too, but I mean, we in the news for like we in the news every single day. Majority of us over like gun violence and shootings and all that other kind of stuff. And like I said, once again, not saying that white people don't do those things, but it just doesn't that doesn't help it either. It's like keeps it fresh it's in their mind. It's perpetuated well, because if you're if you're not around areas or a type of people and all you hear from it is from the news and from social media and it's all bad, you're going to, you're going to have this perception of it. Like if, if I hear nothing about the middle East, but people being bombed, women being oppressed and you know, stuff like that, that's going to be my mindset towards that area. Whereas in that area, it might be, it might not be like that. Right. So if I don't know, if I don't know the people over there or the area, all my, all my go off is what I, what I see. And that's the perception. Or you have one bad encounter and it's going to shape your whole school for life. Right. Exactly. And then with racism, it's like the same thing as classism. They both offset each other. Exactly. And it's it's almost it almost gives people a cop out because you can be the lowest of the low, but as long as you think that you're better than somebody else, it gives you a sense of calm. It gives you a sense of superiority. So it's just it is what it's been going around for for years. Yeah. Whether it be 
whether it be earlier times when slavery, whether you take it back to ancient Egypt and they had the class system, Rome, they had a class system. When the, the Italians came over here, when the Irish came over here, there's always been people at the bottom of the barrel that people look down on. Because it works for the, for the people higher up to keep the people at the bottom. Exactly. And then one, then one person breaks out from the bottom and try to upraise the bottom, they cut them off. They cut them off with defeat. Yep. Or they'll let them through to give the to make an example. Like, oh, we let this person in, so why are you guys complaining? Example. Well, that's the only the only issue is like dealing with it, especially at my job and stuff. Like right now, tensions <clears throat> are at an all time high, right? And it's a lot of Irish guys that pretty much try to advocate for racism by saying, yo, we were marginalized too. Mm-hmm. So what's the problem? You know, we got on our, we, we worked hard and we did this and we did that. Why can't y'all work hard? See, and- my thing with that is when the Irish came over here and they were put in tenements in New York and Philadelphia and Boston, they were looked at as the lowest of the low. And only then when they were able to integrate into, you know, the WASP and, uh, you know, they were considered white. They just switched up and then it was like, oh, yeah, we'll just hate on black people. We'll just we'll just hate on them. And, and slowly but surely they got integrated. And now they're just, you know, just another white white folks from a, a different country. But not even that for me, it wasn't even that. It was, I take it a step further and just say that what I've told Irish, my Irish colleagues, are that let's take a step back and look at it. From the beginning, you made a decision to come here. Mm. You made a decision to come here. It's not like we came here on the same pretenses. Like we were taken. I, I got here because you brought me here. Right. Not you, but your white counterparts. They your European counterparts. You know how bad it is? The fact that you know that you're Irish. Do you know what most black people know? That they're <laughs> from Africa. Yeah. Where most, most of us can't which trans, country? Most which of tribe? Us can't even go back the worst, the farthest we can go back, unless we're second generation from another place, is the South. I know for me, I can't trace anything back past North Carolina, Florida, and that's it. That's as far as I know. And and that's literally a tragedy that they've cut us off from that. And somehow they think that we should have the same pride in the same flag and in the same independence when outside of America, most white people can trace their ancestry back to which European country from which they came. They have family crest. Family crest. They have flags. You know, I have friends, Irish coworkers with the Irish flag on their arm, half American, half Irish or I'm half Irish, half German, half this. Or, you know, like they know where their lineage, they know where, from which loins they came. You get what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Us as Africans, 
We don't even know. We have no clue. And that brings me to my next thing. Like I had a personal experience. Um, I had a personal experience from when my grandmother passed away a couple weeks ago and we went to North Carolina and going into North Carolina, my grandmother was one of 11 children. She was the youngest of 11. And my grandmother has one sibling left. Um, my aunt is from North Carolina. She's 91 years old. And I had a nice long conversation with her. And she showed us a bunch of articles, a bunch of pictures, and a bunch of things from the family history. And I was very excited to talk to her because she's literally the last one left. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And um, yeah, I I've known her my whole life, but just to talk to her was something very special, you know, about our history. Right. And to find out that my great-grandfather was fresh, not an ancestor, but fresh from Ghana. Oh. That was something that made me feel a sense of pride. Kind of right. like finding out that my grandfather's side was from Morocco. Mm, so you got to start hating on Kofi Kingston then. <laughs> I still got that. I need to say that. Rumble. We like Peter Griffin and the chicken. So, like, just to understand that it was a sense of pride. Yeah. Like, out that my family originated on my father's side from, like, or from my grandfather's side from Morocco, Trinidad. Mm-hmm. I knew Trinidad was always a thing. But but to understand that we were from Trinidad, even something as small as that, even though it's not a, a country in Africa, but to understand Morocco and then to talk to my aunt for her to say, you know, we're from Ghana. For me, I could only cry. Right. It's like you found a part of yourself mm-hmm. that's been missing. And all of us are walking around here, most of us, not all of us, most of us are walking around here missing a piece of ourselves, piece in a piece of where we're from in Africa. We are all Africans. We know that. But where? So for her to be able to trace it back to say your great grandfather was from Ghana and he came here, she said, my daddy was from Ghana. And the the thing about it is that's crazy that you found that information now when just last year the president of Ghana was was asking people from who had descendants from Ghana to come back. It was called the year of the return. He was asking anybody who has any Ghanaian lineage come back, get in touch with your people. So now, like now. When the world opens back up, you have you can go back over there and do mm-hmm. welcome with open arms. I'm making plans now, literally now, like literally yesterday. Um, I had plans to go back to Ghana or to go to Ghana and and find family and 
find out, you know, just to know that that's where I'm from, it meant a lot. And it's, and it's a sense of pride, you know what I mean? Yeah. And black people, we all deserve that pride. And for some odd reason, our white counterparts demand that we worship the American flag. We worship a white Jesus. We worship their white customs and culture while they frat from our black culture and customs, the same way they created the white Jesus from our culture and customs. And it's so crazy. They get so offended when we break away and we start to realize who we are, which I don't understand because it's some sort of inferiority complex where you're afraid mm -hmm. that, that I'm going to do the same shit that you did to me. Mm -hmm. right. But we're strong and resilient people. We're like, we just want to move on. But right. I also want to know where I'm from. And I also want to live my life without you bothering us. You know? Right. And I think that that's where, that's where we falter. Because so many people, so many of them know exactly where they're from, what they do, you know. Oh, you talk to talk to India. I, I implore anybody that's listening and I implore my also my co-host slash brothers to do the same thing to their white co-workers, friends, whatever. Ask them where they're from, what their grandparents did. They could probably date back to what their great grandparents, great great grandparents did. Mm -hmm. It's literally a part of their customs and culture to know and pass things down to one another and continue to grow and build their empires. And, and they could be great people. They could be your allies. They could be nice people, great people who are on your side. Black Lives Matter, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's because they know who they are first. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. they know, like, oh, this is my culture first, and then I'm going to take care of everybody else. What right. we did all the time was we invited people to the cookout before we got the food and took care of our family. Right. Mm -hmm. All we've been doing is inviting people to the cookout forever. Oh, you know, as soon as, soon as a white person shows any bare minimum act of kindness, they're immediately invited to the cookout. What is that? You know, we do that. All we do, welcome people in. Come on, mm -hmm. come on. All don't, the own, time. don't own anything on our neighbor in our neighborhoods. Don't own shit. And anything that we do own, we don't catapult it. We don't continue to circulate and support it. We don't trust it. The first thing a black person does to us, we go see this. Why I don't trust niggas. I'm guilty of it. I've done it before. I had to learn. It's learned behavior. Cognitive dissonance. I had to learn that shit. Like, yo, you can't put that on every nigga that got a, or every African-American, excuse me, that has a, has a um, business. You get what right. I'm saying? Yeah. You can't do that. But I would do that shit all the time. You know what I mean? I know for me, I can only trace my mother's side back to Asheville. And I don't really know much about my dad's side besides his father, which was he was Seminole, Native America from Tampa. And the only thing I know about that, like the only thing I can grasp on to that is my sports, my sports teams, because I feel like 
if my grandfather was around today, he and I would be this, we would have that fandom for that, those sports teams because that's where he's from, which is why I, I'm a Florida State fan, which is why I'm a Tampa Bay Bucks fan, is because that's the only thing I can grab onto that reminds me of my grandfather. Right. I understand. Ayo, do y'all do y'all know where y'all are from? Like outside of Philadelphia. Uh, outside of Philadelphia, I know on my mom's side, they came up from I think Virginia, North Carolina. Yeah. Outside of like my lineage, outside of country. I'm not 100% sure. I th- like I know my father knows, and we had this talk, but it was a while ago. I got to go get the information again and tell you the absolute truth. So, I think it was, yeah, I might say, I was just about to say the same as you. From what I remember, I think it was something about, like, some East East African, it, it was something. But I don't I don't really remember exactly. It was like a, it was like a while ago. Right, but, but yeah, I know. Yeah, like the Virginia and North Carolina thing. Like, yeah, I knew it back like that far, but yeah, I don't know like all the details or anything like that. So yeah, if somebody were to ask, I don't really can't really. But we can get that information though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's not like it's complete. We gotta go through. I I know where we can get this information from. Okay, so that's dope. Though at least you know. You have somebody in your family that you can get it from. Oh, for sure. A yeah. couple people. That's dope. Sprat? On my mom's side, I got traced back my great-grandmother's side to South Carolina. My grandfather, I can't because he was the only child. He had no, no living relatives left, so that's dead end right there. On my biological dad's side, traced back to Virgin Islands and Trinidad. And I believe on the Virgin Islands side, I forget what country in South, in South Africa it is. Okay. So, hey. yes, but like, it's just crazy because that's a, that's a pretty, it's a pretty serious thing, man, because you don't know, like, if you don't know, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. the fact that we, we know, but how many or we have the ability to find out, but Reef, like you said, you don't really know, you know what I mean? Where, like, you know what I mean? Like, we all are... I wasn't talking to you. Shut up. <laughs> like, we, like, we don't know where we're from. We're still, like, a little cloudy. You see how we gotta kind of think about it. There's no consistent history. Yeah, you, talk, you, right. talk white, you talk to your white counterparts, they like, oh, they just spit the information out like they rehearsed it. Hmm. Yeah, my great grandfather used to make coin. It you ever notice white people families always do some real weird shit. Like they grandparents and great grandparents always did some weird shit. They're like, yeah, my great grandpa used to make deodorant and make <laughs> deodorant. Yeah, and then my great 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 aunt because they say aunt, they don't say aunt. Yeah, I just think about an insect when they do that, or I just think about aunt right there. Yeah, <laughs> my great aunt over. <laughs> it's just like you know what I mean my great 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 aunt or Earl to... Ant Sports they used to design Carhartt jackets you know what I mean like 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 you know what I mean it's just 
it's just it's just crazy. Like, but point is, they 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 can spit information out, man. So I implore everybody that's listening, man, go find out what's going on. Go find what's out what's the uh, website that specifically twenty three and me. Yeah, that specifically helps you find what like African country you're from. I'm texting my dad right now to find out. Yeah, but see, the, the thing with the African is that it's a joke because they use DNA for crime shit. Uh, yeah, I just hate paying. I hate paying people to find out some shit we should have known. I mean, I feel like these days in time, especially with the climate it is today, they should offer like, yo, if you're black, like, we'll do this shit for free for you. You would think. There you go. I mean, that kind of segues into what I was we was gonna say about the George Floyd situation, right? And we've we've watched the fallout from the protest. We've watched the progress. We've watched uh, what they say the, the Aunt Jemima logo now. They're mm-hmm. taking that down, yeah, and they're removing that because it's a caricature. Yeah, um, and we're it, moving, we're moving all the the racist, the racist like statues and stuff from town halls and universities and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and now all of these all of these companies are um, making Juneteenth a uh, paid holiday. <laughs> making Juneteenth a paid holiday, and we're also getting a lot of companies that are giving black businesses free services. And, um, they're getting a bunch of people that are doing things for black people now. Ben mm-hmm. and Jerry's keeping the foot on the neck, keep doing the same thing about you know about supporting Black Lives Matter and. Some of it, some of it, I appreciate. Some of it, I do believe is disingenuous. I do believe that it's because it's, it's always some bullshit. It's always a marketing ploy. It's, yeah, it's always some bullshit that slips in between. People know, like, yo, black people really make our money, so let's start making some money. If we start saying Black Lives Matter, we know black people are gonna spike oh, sure. the sales up. They're gonna spike the sales up. Black people are gonna spike the sales up for sure. But I think that. Companies like um, like 23andMe, I think that would be excellent. Like those are the major things we need. Like mm. people offering assistance to Black people to find out what country from Africa they're from. I want to see some substantial things done to rewire our culture and our mentality. Knowing where you're from outside of America is. It's a game changer, yo. Mm-hmm. It's dope, but my thing with that, which I want to learn, like, if I go back, will I be accepted, though? <laughs> now, granted, that's a that's a that's a that's a tricky subject yeah. in itself, just due to the fact that um, we're African American and so much has changed. Though. We have we have a certain. Like I, because I don't, I hate generalizing people, but like we have a certain, we're looked at a certain way in a lot of African countries. Like they have a lot of slurs for people who are African American. Right, there's a bunch of tribalism going on, and, also- and it's not even like mostly their fault. It's because the only thing they know about African Americans is through music and through movies and we're depicted as you know gangsters thugs you know drug dealers whatever so it's like i think we would be accepted 
I'm not even going to expand that. It's not even just that. It's also a particular jealousy of how we grew up compared to theirs. Yeah. And then you have tribalism also. Like, you could be from the same country, but different tribes. Yeah, that's that's very true. It's different tribes, different like you in Africa, you you go five five miles, and they they don't even speak the same dialect as as the people five miles away. Uh-huh. And they all yeah. and more torn shit too. There's a lot of intra racism. Like, true, like intracultural, like racism. Like there's so many people that hate. Light skinned people, dark skinned people, you hate that tribe, that tribe, that block, that block. That's always gonna be. But yeah. I think that at some point there's there's a form of unity um that we don't or that we're actually exhibiting now. I I, I am proud of to watch black people being together. Um and like kinda like I'm kinda with Ice Cube when he said, you know, he hopes that people don't cause unnecessary friction because there are people out here that aren't trying to do any of that. They're just caught up in the mix, whether they're white, black, indifferent, whatever they are. Right. For example, our favorite guy, LL Cool J, got caught up after he made a comment about interracial interracial people and how hard they might have it right now. Yeah. I don't understand the problem it's like, I just feel like the internet makes a knee-jerk reaction because we're it's just a bunch of high schoolers on the internet that is not yeah. serious. You can't yeah. take it serious, you know. But they made a knee-jerk reaction to LL Cool J making that statement about um, interracial relationships and and how they feel right now, interracial marriages. I think that's a very serious topic because we care about Barack Obama. That <laughs> half white. Yeah. You know, there are half white children out here that are black. You have to care about that. That child loves his mother and his father at the same time. He's too white for his black constituents and too black for his white constituents. You can't win. How was that? How was that a fair thing? Right. It's like, I, don't I know. think I think with stuff like that on our behalf, it comes with like we got to stop policing people's blackness. Well, blackness is a monolith, and what people make it, make it into. Yeah, we gotta stop saying, "Oh, if you're, you're half white, you're you're not black enough. If you're from the suburbs, you're not black enough. If you like this certain type of music, you're not black enough." Like, no, you're black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you're black. Because right. like, then you're gonna think about J Cole or Drake or Logic. <laughs> Funny you said J Cole. Right. <laughs> they all they all black and they they black and white. Yeah. They are like, like we're all black. Man, you got like you could be the same skin folk, but not kin folk though. You gotta watch it for those. Yeah, yeah. And it goes by. It's like another thing with the biracial thing. It's like, all right, who who is in their life? Like, say a person is there. They come from a single parent household and they're biracial, and they have a a black. They're with their like black mom. They're right. more than likely going to have a different view than somebody who's biracial and raised by their white mom or white dad. Or even if you're a biracial person with a white parent and you live with a white parent, but you grow up in a different neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like you grow up in the most innocent neighborhood, your perspective is going to be different. Yeah, and and what makes you and what makes you black? 
Yeah, yeah like that. Sorry. I think that was what I was gonna say. That what makes you black? Like, what is it to be black? <laughs> yeah, like that's. I feel like that's that's something that you can't really answer because we're not monolithic. We come in everything. Yeah, there's no definition to what yeah. makes you anything. What, what like, makes you black? For me, the answer is if you are. I mean, yeah. It's like, yeah. If you have African heritage in you, you're black. Whether you talk with a uh, quote-unquote, what's the word they use? Ebonics? That sounds like a 90s word to say. Like, <laughs> that is. <laughs> that's, just like your, that's just your lexicon. Like, your, lexicon. Your, your lexicon, like your dialect, like no mm. matter what your dialect is, no matter what your, yeah, what your vernacular is, how you talk about things, no matter how you walk, talk, dress, how you wear your hair, how you appear to be, none of that makes you black. Oh. I understand the predominantly mainstream uh, culture, the secular um, black culture, I guess. Like, I understand, like, we say, oh, the R, the RGB or the RBG, the the black, the, the black fist, the, the fro or the nappy hair, the this, the that. I understand that. But just because somebody doesn't have that does not make them any less black than you. Exactly. And the moment you do that, the moment you're opening them up for cognitive dissonance. Yeah, anti-blackness. Or, right. And you're opening them up to resent black people. And on top of that, if if something happens to them, you'll still consider them black. So why wait until a cop wrongfully arrests or harms them to consider them black? Black people are black people. And I just feel like we need to really start accepting that no matter what, who they hang out with, as long as they don't deny their blackness. I mean, outright yeah. deny. As long as you don't deny where you're from, like the, the skin you're in or where you're from, I'm cool. Like, yeah, and you don't look down on you don't look down on other black people. That's it. Cool. Yeah, man. Once, and then once you start doing that, no matter if you're black or biracial or whatever, you just other by that time. Yeah. Yeah, like you you could be you could be a black person that hangs around a bunch of white people because of where you grew up. Yeah. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. you enter you enter certain things that are white people things, quote unquote. Like I, I'm just making a quote to people who can't see me, but we're making the quotes for white people things or white people conversation, white people activities. If you're doing all of these quote unquote white people things, it doesn't make you any less black. Yeah, this is who you are, your personality. You're still, what you're anytime yeah. Oprah Winfrey can walk into a store and get profiled and kicked out when she has enough funds to purchase the entire company mm. and, and, and make those people who kicked her out unemployed, you still nigga, no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah. but when you start, when you start down in the race you're from, like a Candace Owens type, then you other. Yeah. Candace Owens, that was a whole nother thing. You know, uh, I don't even want to give her no shine on this, John. She. I would that's, never do no. I that's the deal. No she no, did me a cognitive dissonance, bro. Yeah. yeah I don't like, give her no shine. Once, once she said that racism doesn't. Doesn't uh, exist in America. After you, after you sued, sued, you sued somebody for racial discrimination. Then everything you say is is void. 
to me. Yeah. Like for me, no sense though. Yeah, like Candace Owens, some of the shit she say, I honestly I agree with. Some of the stuff she agrees with. Some of the stuff she, I'm a centrist. I'm not a Democrat. I don't identify as a Democrat. I don't identify as a Republican. I'm a centrist. Like some things the Republicans say, I agree with. Yeah. Um, a lot of political things I agree with Republicans. A lot of social things I agree with Democrats. You know what I mean? I'm all. I'm in the middle. Like I go for the best. Moderate. And that's yeah, it. That's what that's what I am like. Whatever, whatever a person is, whatever um, politician or policies that I feel like will will do better for me, my family, people that I care about, and people who look like me, I'm going to go with. Whether it's propped up by a Democrat, a Republican, a, right. a freaking a what's the other one? Um, Green Party, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, I have no, no, the other one. Independent. No, the joint. Uh, uh, no, that's what I have. <laughs> libertarian. Oh, libertarian. Uh, yeah. 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 As long as you do I'm that, I'm for it. I'm, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a slave to to one party. I feel like no one should be a slave to one party. That's the thing now. Yeah. But, a two-party system in America doesn't work at all, and people fail to realize that. I mean, you gotta look at the last couple of elections. We, you're really picking the, the, they're really picking the worst of the worst, the lesser of two evils. Like you don't feel good. You should feel good when you when you cast your vote. Duh, we've been picking the bankers' choice, uh, bankers' choice rum of politicians for the last like. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't be like. Well, I guess I got to do what I got to do because this person is lesser, the lesser of two evils. Like yeah. I ain't felt that way since Obama. So it's like, it's like, yo, who you gonna, who you gonna pick? You gonna pick? You gonna pick Joker or the Riddler or something like that? Like that's what basically <laughs> what you're telling me to do. And people don't want to give anybody. They don't want to give anybody new any chances because they're scared of the unknown. Well, yeah, because the both parties are corrupt, and both parties, both parties are f- for the betterment of their whatever agenda that not people, not many people know about. Or if they do know, then not many people like know that information. Yeah. And then each party has their own infighting that they're not going to deal with, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. But all I know is that come November, I don't know who I'm. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't voting for Trump, but I just don't. I don't know what I'm doing. You're about to say you don't know though. Yeah, I don't know. And like I said, with all of this stuff, it's unrest going on in the country right now. I haven't gotten uh, warm fuzzy about anybody from the Democrats who are mishandling. Well, I don't know if they're mishandling current situations because they're acting fast but I also think that's because of the George Floyd riots and stuff like with the the boy Rashard Brooks mm-hmm. like they're they're acting fast on him like cuz they just convicted the cop right uh, with murder they convicted him mm-hmm. but I also feel like if they didn't they were going to burn Atlanta to the ground oh uh, yeah. yeah they were which is, a, which is a black city by the way yeah, yeah it's a black you know so I also feel like once again I still hold my point no matter what 
being self-destructive of a black city doesn't help me. If we're going to war and you're killing our own babies and our own people, trying to send a message to people that would have killed those people if they had the chance anyway, if it was legal, I don't think it makes sense to me. You know? Um, but Rashard Brooks, that guy, the guy who shot him in that Wendy's parking lot, he's gotten like a felony murder charge and like 10 other counts of murder or something like that. And yeah, and then the other... The other officer, he got charged too, and then, but he got a bond, I believe, because he's willing to testify against the other officer or something like that, or something uh -huh. stuff like that. <laughs> he's six two. Yeah, it was something like that. He's willing, like, to give information or something. That's what I read. Oh, uh, he turned on his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, man. Hey, bro. Listen, y'all ain't have to kill that man. No. Damn, once he once once his back is turned. Let him go. Chase his ass. Tase him. Yeah. <laughs> he grab, but didn't he grab didn't he grab the taser or something? He grabbed yeah. the taser, but then he ran away. But once that taser, he grabbed the taser, he ran away, he turned around and tried to fire at the officers. So the officers then returned fire with an actual gun. And uh you can't, first of all, you shooting somebody in the back, it's hard to even beat that. Um, secondly, secondly, with uh, with the fact that, honestly, I put it down to people say, well, just, you know, this is why they say defund the police. He should have been approached by co-workers, uh, social workers, or, uh, you know, they have other public safety officers versus having the police. As a part of this whole defund the police movement, what's I think, I, I think it works good in certain cases, but I'll speak from experience, not from the internet. I'll speak from experience. If if you've ever and shout out to my boy Wayne, who's also a, who's a police officer, who I love to death and I stand by because I know he's a good guy. Um, he might be the only other person that can attest to this. But fighting someone that's under the influence of PCP is not fun. I literally have fought about 30 people under the influence of PCP. I fight like one a week. Like, I go to work tomorrow and I'll probably fight somebody under the influence of PCP. <laughs> that's not funny. That's not funny. It's not, it's not funny. <laughs> and it's fighting PCP victims. If you look it up on the internet, it's like naked guys fighting cops, beating the shit out of them. When you're under that influence of those, and I'm not saying that these people deserve to be shot. What I'm saying is that you trying to de-escalate with, with your tactics that you learn from your psychology class, it's not going to work. And I beg of you to try. It's not going to work. They're going to punch you dead in your mouth. And then you're going to be in the middle of a fight for your life because they're strong as shit. So at the end of the day, I would say you do need the police, but there are a million things. I've also been in that situation with somebody drunk, fell asleep in the middle of the street or a police officer, for that matter, crashing her car and we letting her off. You get what I'm saying? And, and just saying, hey, you know. There, there's ways to go about doing it. My thing is, if, if 
he was in the parking lot and he told you, yeah, my sister was around the corner. Why not just give him a ticket, give him a ride, and let him sleep that off? You ain't got to do nothing to him but give him a ride. All of my white friends, when they were kids, they were taught, go to a police officer if you need some help. Us, we're like, oh. <laughs> oh. 10 and 2, keep your hands 10 and 2, make sure they can see with your hands, get your hood off your head. Why do you mm-hmm. think that is? Because we're innately bad people? No. It's because we systematically have been oppressed by the police. Right. Systematically. They they hunt us down. And, and just to wrap up the Rashard Brooks thing, like I said, there's so many different things that they could have done. And so many people, including officers, which I can't believe are coming out lying, saying to <laughs> me, debating me, saying that, no, we can't do that. You sat on scene with this man, on location with this man for almost an hour. All of this time, and y'all could have said, let me see your phone. Get an Uber right now. Get an Uber. And pick your car up in the morning. Uber comes, get in the car, go home. Is this where you live at? Cool, that's where you're going. Bye. Mm -hmm. Or we're going to sit here with you for this hour, but you're going to call somebody right now to pick you up. What did they do? No. They sat on location for an hour trying to make an arrest. Yep. And, and, and I said, give them a site, give them, give them a ticket, give them a citation. Like they, they wanted to, if you want to give them a learning experience, hit them in the pocket. Right. And the thing is, what I'm saying is the, the overall culture of police has to change. You have to go, I'm trying to not make the arrest, and I'm trying to create a positive outlook here. You didn't catch the man clipping cars and smacking in. People say, oh, he was driving drunk. He could have destroyed people. He was sitting in a Wendy's drive-thru, and he fell asleep, dude. Mm. All you have to do is pull your shit to the side. We're going to get you an Uber or a Lyft, and we're going to take your ass home. Mm. Either you got two choices, you get or three choices. You get an Uber, somebody comes and pick you up, or you come in with us. Right. Three choices. Yeah. And he would have picked, he would have said, and, and, and of course they're trying to assassinate his character now. So they're like, oh yeah, he had they always no do. probation. He was a criminal. Like that, like that warrants death, right? Yeah. He was he was a criminal and he was trying to avoid arrest, and that's why he got away from the police. But the police were trying to make that arrest. I don't know if they looked his record up. And they no, they wanted to arrest for the stats, because they get they get moments for that. Right. So when you talk about and this is why they railroaded my man Bernie, but that's a whole nother thing. Some are privatizing prisons. You're talking about all these things that politicians get paid for. So they need more people in the prison. So they have to, they send the incentives to make the arrest when they could have just said, Hey bro, I'm not trying to lock you up. I just want you to go home. Here's an Uber. Take your, your drunk ass home, find an Uber to come back and get your car in the morning. That's all. I've done it. We've done it. Did we have to? No, but I work under a different moral compass, and I'm not trying to get anybody mm-hmm. locked up. If they're not out here, if they didn't smack in anybody's car, ruin somebody else, if you ruin somebody else's property, you know what, bro? I'm not really into trying to save you. You can go to, you can go at least get locked up for the DUI. Right. But this dude was sleep at a Wendy's drive-through. Yeah, like what? That could be anybody. Pull your car over. That's it. 
But you know, like I said, I'm just glad that the bull got locked up, and he's gonna get he's gonna get locked up because if they don't, they're gonna burn Atlanta to the ground, which I pray they don't. Um, I've been predicting that for the last week, as far as like all these situations, as far as like the George Floyd, like. I hate to say, like, let let this cop get off. Let these cops oh. get off. It's it's a rat. It's a yeah. rat. Yeah. That's why I'm gonna just throw up my hands and like, it is what it is. Whatever it's happened is going to happen because y'all had a chance to to give some sort of justice and y'all just didn't. So now y'all just got to learn the hard way. Yep. People are gonna wild out after that. Yeah. If uh, if it goes down that way. Yeah, I just I really pray it doesn't, yo. Cause we don't need, yeah. Cause all them, all them cowards in Fishtown and South Philly. I just want to say on record, I'll punch y'all in y'all face. (laughs) No, no, no. Cause y'all don't never had this energy when we in Fishtown. Yo, they be it was brolic in the videos. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> when we face to face, when we face to face, y'all got none of that. Y'all got none of that. Well, life. that's because them cops also gave them the clearance. They made them. They put the battery in them. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 drink their little natty ice, and and they watch Godfather Part One or Part Two or or whatever, and they get the battery <laughs> in their back. Only time them them dudes say something is when they when they catch their girls giving you the eye. That's when that N word slip, and that's when that that fist hit that face. And then it's all, oh my bad, bro, my bad, bro. Cause y'all ain't nothing, y'all not nothing without them bats. And y'all got guns, but we got guns too. And that's why I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, you bringing you bringing a bat to a gap fight, like exactly. <laughs> I'll say this, man. I say this about that, and we'll and we'll move to rap, uh, wrap it up or whatever. But I say this, I say this. About them boys in South Philly, man, it's sad because a lot of them boys, a lot of them boys, they, you know, I got to work with these boys. I, I go down South Philly. Matter of fact, did y'all see that city controller? That city controller who got fired? Uh, the judge. He's the controller. tearing down the Black Lives Matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, he's a goof. Yeah, I seen that. He was tearing down. The, he was in the. He worked in the city courts or whatever. He was tearing down signs in black in South Philly, the Black Lives Matter signs, and the girl yelled, "Black Lives Matter!" And he said, "Well, to me, they don't." Well, I did see this. Uh-huh. I did see this, John. Now, this gentleman worked in the court system. Exactly. Look, All his cases need to be need to be reviewed. Re-review. Exactly. I was just going there. Thank you, Reef. They need to be reviewed. Every case that this person put his hands on. If he had any decision in anything that decided the fate of an African American, it should be reopened and reviewed, Um, retried, whatever. And that's open a can of worms for the city. Yeah, at at the very least, reviewed. You get what I'm saying? And secondly, that was the reason I brought that up is because that was right in front of a firehouse. Right in front of a firehouse. And I always say, man, and I ain't going to get too much into it because it's my job and everything. And I don't want to do too much. But there is known racism within the ranks of the police, the fire. It's all Irish royalty. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'll say this. I will. 
I will put my job in jeopardy if any of you boys got anything to say. And I'm just saying that because I know a lot of firefighters listen to my shit because they just do. They do. They listen to my shit. They watch my posts and they do all of that, especially because I, I made this quick heel turn, this Malcolm X heel turn <laughs> recently. And um, I'm just over it. I'm over it. I'm, I'm a black man before I'm a fireman. All right. I'm a black man, and I will not. I will not stand idly by. Like I know many police officers that feel the same way. They will not, and military, they will not stand idly by. I have the same training as you, and I'm not a bitch. Period. Like, um, in point blank, period. I I am over civil discourse. Over it. I have none left in me. I have no debates. No cool articles to send you. Um, just this cool fist to your face. That's all I got. I have nothing else left. So at this, at the end of the day, and I'm not talking tough because I keep the same energy no matter what. I'm not talking tough. It's a, it's a PSA to every person that's listening to this. Stop playing nice with these racists. We just trying to live our lives. Don't go out causing unnecessary friction, sending passive aggressive emails to white people simply because you're mad and you misdirecting your anger. But if somebody disrespects you, you check them. You check them immediately. Check them and let them know, don't play with you. Because why? It's Juneteenth and it's the first Juneteenth where everybody has to feel like, yo, we can actually fucking celebrate Philadelphia for the first year has Juneteenth as a holiday, a paid holiday. And uh, companies, NFL made it a paid holiday. Nike made it a paid holiday. Um, NFL is backpedaling crazy, but. Oh, I got oh my God. They're, they're looking like, they look like all Adele pro quarterbacks right now. Like, they, That's they the whole podcast in itself. The NFL, yeah. you know? but, the I Captain Panthers. And with NFL, you notice how the key owners haven't said anything, i.e. Jerry Jones or Robert Kraft. Hey, That's Jones, the point. Because, because they know that they're not trying to turn over. because They got too much <laughs> money not trying to turn over. But they also know you ain't fighting the establishment if they try to hold on to their money. But that's a whole nother pocket. I want to talk about that separately because the athlete, the athlete part, that's something that we really need to dive into. I think we should talk about that next, about black athletes and things that they, you know, their influence and what have you. But but they made it a holiday. So now as the country goes on to Juneteenth being a holiday and a lot of racists are very sick about it, my question is, what would the country be without black people? You, oh, this country? It Trash. Would, it wouldn't have got the It'd be Montana. <laughs> We'd have a lot It'd less. Yeah, big Montana. It'd be no, boring. Y'all would not be entertained whatsoever in America nope. without nope. black people. Nope. And everything would, everything would be, be there would be, be playing like lyres and, and pan flutes. Yeah, rhythm, <laughs> rhythm wouldn't exist. I know that much. No, rhythm wouldn't exist. Yo, Bob Cousy would be like the NBA like star. Yo, ew, yo. Yeah, they first of all, they wouldn't have music because you don't have rock and roll without black people. So no, you don't have rock and roll. You don't have rap. You don't have you don't have EDM. You don't have none of that. You don't have R and B. You don't have blues. You don't have jazz. You don't have anything. You don't have you don't drums, have blues, pretty much. You have no drums. Yeah, classical music, which is fine. You barely have classical music. No, anyway. brother, I know it's not. Which <laughs> is fine. Nah, yo, that's not fine to be in the club playing. Like, yo, bro, that's that's the question. What plays in the club? Serious. Beethoven. Beethoven. Nah. 
It's yep. empathy. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, y'all might as well just open like ball- every club is just ballroom dancing. That's every or any, club. Or any revolutionary yeah, yeah. song we play in the club. You imagine niggas turning up the Mozart? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be in, in there with a wig on. Was Mozart oh. black? Yeah, Mozart was black. He's a Moor. Is he part black? But I no, mean, they would have that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, shit, he's part black. He is. He's a Moor. Mm, yeah, so. Wait, 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 wait. wait. He's, bl- he's part black? Yeah. yeah. I believe so. Yo, Mohammed Zark. Like, <laughs> they just shortened. They just shortened it and gave him one name. Yo, Mohammed Zart. Yo, Mohammed. Yo, Mohammed Zart. Yo, be like, yo, you done that, you done that symphony, bro? Yo, man, you right. Yo, no, first of all, <laughs> he said, wait. If it was first of all, how was he even part black? And we talk about him doing that in that time when we said if black people weren't, he was the only one that was there, <laughs> and no one else was there. Like I don't even know how. Like he was just he wasn't even born birthed from anyone. He just came oh, yeah. like that. He was like you say yo yo bro hey yo, Mozart you done that symphony man like shh. yeah. It, it, it I was in the crib in my bag, man. You know, I'm about to bring that down to the spot, though, man. Y'all, <laughs> y'all slide. First of all, there's no black people to be no American. Because I'm like that. From the jungle. Right. If, if there are no black people, all music would sound like, sound like the Blonde album with no drums. <laughs> it's like everything is just weird. It's like half food, like. Food would be trash. Yeah, it would just be anything. Oh, food would be garbage. There would be, no be no slam dunks. No. <laughs> just a bunch no. of range shots. It's just a bunch of range. It's just a bunch of mid ranges and high layups. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> All your highlights is just these long draining shots. Yeah, they would never elevate the sports. You said they would never would have elevated the sports. First of all, first of all, how was America even going to pop off? Because exactly, it would have popped off. There is it no, been no America, no Canada. It would have been the right. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Yeah. First of all, the fact that you say how would America even pop off, like it's so <laughs> nothing would have popped off because no one would have ever said pop off. Pop off. First of all, they, they wasn't out there like, hey, let's pop off America. Isn't it time? Like <laughs> it wouldn't exist because nobody would build it. Yeah, and no, they yeah, would exactly. they would that? War. Or they would just have to shift it to another another uh people. Because ain't nobody. First of all, this goes. This sounds so messed up. But I'm like, yo, who would it be? Because ain't nobody more fit than us to do it for them. But like, <laughs> but that just makes it seem like I'm just like, yeah, we slaves, not y'all, but not like that. But you know, <laughs> what I mean? like, who would really be fit to? Yeah, who would be fit to to do it? Yo, Christmas yeah. addicts literally is the first American to get killed in the American Revolution. Can we not talk about? We're not talking about Christmas addicts. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just not here to, to talk right, about Right, you know how we feel. No, you know how I feel about Christmas addicts, yo. <laughs> Everybody regards him as a sucker. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you you out here getting first of all, you only known for getting for getting getting stolen. Like you don't you the yo, use the first thing to get stolen and get popped. Like you could have been if you were like nigga number two, like after the white boy got killed, you'd have been fine. But no, you the first one. Yeah. First? Like he's an easy target. He was the easiest target to see in the I crowd. One, I was about to say, I think one of the craziest things about that is that there were two groups of white people that hated each other and said, we're going to try to kill each other. So the first person that they decided to kill was the nigger. 
Exactly. Of course. He, they he hate each other so course. much, and somehow a black person got killed first. Um, he should have jumped off the porch. Christmas addicts, man. You should have stole off first, bro. I don't know what's no, your he problem. He should have stole off. Black just walked off. I mean, he should have, but they probably, they probably was like, "Listen, man, your name is Crispus." <laughs> I don't. I don't see. They probably was like he, he had to be some type of like somebody placed him here or something like that. Like he was just like there's no reason for you to be out here. Yo, there's no room for you. There's no room. For- house Christmas. All right. Yeah, listen. Chris from Boston. My name mm-hmm. Crispus. Right. Yo, what's your name? My name Crispus. <laughs> my name Crispus, and my mom named Nancy. Right. What? Christmas? Well, well you sound like a cereal. Right. right. Yo, dog. If I was here, if I'm Christmas addict, no, I'm throwing. I'm throwing. I'm throwing a Christmas. I'm throwing a listening. I'm throwing a Christmas party every year, yo. And call that your Christmas Christmas, yo. Every year I'm doing it. The first, the first person that, the first person that rides get popped. Yo, Merry Christmas, yo. No, Merry Christmas, yo. Merry Christmas. Yeah, but America would be trash, yo. Yeah, it would be. It would be no America. Oh, it's it's like it's. It's it's just so much that could not one sexually satisfied woman. (laughs) Yo, once you go white, you never go right. You never quite right. Who knows? Uh, I guess that would be it. Once you, it's just once you go white. Dot dot dot. All right. That's that's (laughs) what it is. It's like you can't do because there's no other option. You can't do anything else. But the flip side, it was no black people in America. A bunch of people aren't born. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to think. It would really be like, without us, there's literally, what what all of them seasonings y'all came over here for, y'all yeah. don't use. Yeah, I don't. So what do, what do y'all use after that? There's no soul food. None. None. What artists are y'all pop stars gonna put on y'all hits to make them go bigger? Because every pop star puts a rapper on their hits. Autumn Ludacris features and and <laughs> Wayne features and Nelly features. Y'all don't have them. Yo, there's no music. Yeah, it's yeah over. Like I said, there's no music. There's no rock. There's no. There's no rap. There's no country. There's no EDM. None of that. Because all that there's stuff no is started by white people. There's no uh, a bunch of secular music. None of that. I mean, hunting's still gonna be lit. There's no, there's no hard. What is hunting? Oh, hunting's gonna be popping. That's gonna be their biggest thing. Hunting. All they do is hunt monster trucks and golf. Well, no, monster trucks won't won't be invented because pistol rounds are invented by black people. (laughs) What was invented by black people? A piston rod. <laughs> that means that, like, shoot, a lot of a lot of automobile stuff probably wouldn't even be here because of yo. Just look at yo. First of all, how do you know that? Yo, the piston rod was invented by a black person. I believe so. It's, it was a, a valuable part in the car. Yo, then they wouldn't have a lot of. There'd, there'd be no air conditioning because yeah, the black it's, person invent air conditioning. Yeah, it'd be hot as shit. Oh, they just eating jelly sandwiches and <laughs> yeah, I know. No peanut butter. <laughs> Yo, eating no jelly. peanut butter. 
Y'all niggas are gonna be sitting around having jelly sandwiches? <laughs> just jelly? Well, just jelly sandwiches. <laughs> jelly sandwiches. <laughs> that is a that is a, have a bread and jelly. Right, Thanks. right, exactly, yo. Boy, you say you know that jelly bread. Like, oh, First off, what white woman was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. Never mind, never mind. What do you want? I forgot. I, I got to remember that's no just That's no... <laughs> no <laughs> it's just this white woman like, eat all that jelly bread. Like, what is this? <laughs> Yo, his, her son is like, Ma, where, where are you from? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, there'll be no security systems. This white, like, Hannah talking like that. There's no traffic Yo. lights. Yo, no traffic lights. Yo, it's no not gonna be no. Trust. Check this out. It's not gonna be no blimps. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that means see, and, and that means there were no but that means there were no pimps. There's no blimps to read that anyone's a pimp. How yeah, there's no blimps. You know anyone's a pimp. How am I supposed to know? You're, you're not gonna know who was never who was never born was a pimp. <laughs> yeah, right. First of all, yo, every blimp in America has small fine print on the bottom that says Ice Cube's a pimp. Every blimp. <laughs> or it has some type of, or it has some type of like random like snapple fact like pimp. Did you fact. know Ice Cube's a pimp? Yeah, or they, yeah, but, like did you know Ice Cube was pimp? Or was gonna say like, did you know like the first pimp was named like like Pimpus Johnson or something, whatever his name is? I don't know. First of all, it'll be no computers. Yeah, what the fuck? What are y'all gonna do without it? What are y'all gonna do? Y'all can't do anything. Yo, America's first clock. Yo, these niggas, I don't know, Black. <laughs> Yo, y'all not waking up. Y'all not on time. <laughs> Yo, keep just sleep. On time, dog. Just Stop, playing with, Stop playing with black people. Y'all not on time without clocks. Time first isn't all, a thing without black people. <laughs> first of all, this joint ass, but black oh, people made the first dustpan. No, y'all not sweeping nothing up. No, we made the ironing board, so they Yo, close your hand. Y'all gonna be some wrinkly, hungry, car crashing, non-car having. Yeah. Uh, hot, dirty. Y'all right, gonna be trash. Right. Y'all gonna be holding y'all No rhythms, no dunks. Right, right, right. Y'all gonna be walking across the street holding y'all kids' hands, and your palm gonna be filled with dust that you had to grab from under the radio. <laughs> Annually, why would they hold it and go outside from the floor? They they picked up dust in their hands and immediately was like, "Hey, let's walk across the street, honey," and just started going outside and holding. (laughs) He said that in the house, right in the crib. (laughs) Yo, Yo. they made the first reversible baby stroller. (laughs) Yo, I'm sorry, I didn't think stroller was coming after that. I thought you were just gonna say reversible (laughs) baby. But um, <laughs> wait, they made the they made the first reversible baby stroller. As in, like Yo. it can go backwards, or like you flip it in, inside out. he's <laughs> no, in it. Like I think go backwards. Like okay, like you can actually move it and go back. The baby's facing one way and facing another. Oh okay okay. Uh, yo, why are you gonna be blind as shit? Because the person that invented LASIK was black. Ooh. Oh, oh shit! They gonna be sipping from that lack of vision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're gonna OD. They're gonna OD, OD, on, that OD on that lack of vision. OD on that lack of I'm trying to tell you, man. Black, listen, white people, y'all better appreciate us. Stop being so goddamn mad. We're not out here trying to kill y'all, and we're not trying to, you know, not trying to be out here taking over. You lucky? What they say? 
you lucky we just want equality, equality instead of not- revenge. Yeah. Yeah. We out here saving y'all lives. We just want equality. We just want to mind our business and stop stealing everything that we fucking doing and stop trying to treat us like we ain't shit and stop being afraid of us every goddamn time we walk down the street. We got just as many assholes as y'all got. Matter of fact, y'all got more assholes than we got. So how y'all say we generally bad people and then y'all flip around and say when we get attacked by the cops, you try to say the cops attack more white people. So clearly more than white motherfuckers are doing bad shit then we're doing bad shit. So if that's being said, y'all motherfuckers need to leave us alone. Let us do our thing, goddammit. And I'm just saying what I got to say because I've been drinking some wine and I'm pissed off and I'm black and I'm happy <laughs> because it's Juneteenth, Juneteenth weekend, goddammit. You're starting to sound black. like that white woman that Aaron was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you doing out there with that jelly bread? Oh, that jelly bread. <laughs> Stop bringing up Chicago. I'm a white woman, goddammit. I'm a white woman, goddammit. Y'all niggas crazy. I'm Hannah. I'm Hannah. Alright. We need to wrap up, man. If we have any computers, y'all wouldn't even be able to... Y'all would be trash right now. Y'all can't get on no computer during the quarantine? Y'all couldn't even get on a computer that have outrage. Without, without yeah. computers, y'all couldn't pull up the, that same BS statistic that y'all always try to yeah, right. negate people's negate people's uh, arguments with. Duh, yo, a black person invented a neuro um, brain tumor surgery, so y'all be asked out. Yeah, because all y'all niggas be having tumors. <laughs> tumors a white yeah. person thing. What? I don't know what that means, bro. <laughs> That's not, yo, that y'all be having tumors. Tumors <laughs> is a white person. <laughs> yeah, tumors is a white person thing. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't want. I don't want to go on too much, man. We we just wanted to put out some content, man, for the weekend, man, and just show y'all some love, man, and and, and hopefully everybody's peacefully celebrating. Juneteenth in their own ways, practicing all social distancing uh, requirements. Uh, don't cough in anyone's face. Don't cough in anyone's eyeballs. Um, you know, don't lick anyone's silverware. You know what I mean? What? Damn. I don't know. All of the, all of the ways that you spray COVID, I don't know. But Harry yeah. got COVID from a fork. Yeah. What? <laughs> However, COVID is spread. Y'all need to be safe, man. Be safe. Take it from me. It's not some shit you want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll wrap up because we're going to be back next week with some more shit. We wanted to get y'all a little two-parter and just really appreciate y'all. Um, what uh, What's going on? What What does anybody got Anybody got coming up? Ant-Man, anything? Uh, no. Just aux court every week. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> No. Oxcorp. Oh. Yeah. Like all your podcast platforms. I'm so grateful to black people for inventing the computer so that y'all can listen to the Oxcorp every week <laughs> and the glorious <laughs> bastards. Facts. <laughs> facts on facts on facts. Ayo, anything? Same, man. Uh, Oxcorp and uh, Ayo got the sauce.com. Beats, man. Nice. Same. Reject. Reef. Uh, just working on music as always. Um, 
you know, All about right. to put out some stuff, working with uh, some artists, working with some, you know, labels and stuff. I just wanted to take the time to say, uh, Rest in peace to all the people that we lost. Rest in peace to the two transgender ladies that were killed. Uh, rest in peace to the random black people that are being hung in California and Texas. Um, they mean the ones that call suicides? Just, yeah. Um, to the dudes who are out here putting your hands on black women, um, just know that you're a bitch and... We won't stand for that type of stuff. Mm-mm. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. Treat black women equally. Protect black women. Um, other than that, no. I'm sure I missed some stuff, but uh, that's the only thing that's popping up into my mind. Gotcha. Uh, cool. R.I.P. to Oluwatoy and uh, Salu. Yes. Uh, as well. Um, Goes back to what Reeves said, black <coughs> black woman. You know what I'm saying? Um, Spratt, anything? Uh, nothing I can announce right now, but stay tuned. Cool. We're gonna get this versus popping too. We were supposed to do it, but real I'm life fit. Real life <laughs> fit. We, we got into some bullshit. Real yeah. fit on my end. It's all my fault. I ain't gonna hold you. Everybody who's been waiting for podcasts and been. Experiencing the delay, I'm sure that the world has kept kept you very busy <laughs> in regards <laughs> to not realizing that the glorious bastards hasn't dropped. But the world has also kept us busy, so um, we're all trying to get back into the swing of things and continue to be resilient as the people that we are. Um, oh, wait, wait, real quick, I got the uh, results back. My dad just sent me the results. Uh, majority of our family is from Nigeria. Oh. And the others are from Cameroon, Congo, and Southern Bantu. Nice. Wow. Yep. Nice, nice. nice. So you and those are cousins. Yeah. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> he, he from he from uh he Don't from tell the, him that. Right. He's from out, like, part of uh, uh, now, right. Like, now you can never say anything bad about Wallace. He from Nigeria. Yeah. He from Nigeria with a J. <laughs> uh, yeah. He from N Y J E R I A. Right, right. That country that don't only found on Fifty Second Street maps. Fifty Second Street, <laughs> Germantown <laughs> Avenue maps. <laughs> that's good. That's good stuff, though, man. That's real good stuff, man. It's just a good feeling to know that. And that's country. a that's a that's a beautiful country to visit. Absolutely. I heard. Yeah, Lagos is beautiful. I heard. Facts, facts, facts. Oh man. Um me, you know, check out the glorious bastards. Uh y'all don't know uh, while we're recording this, but um Ballad of the Bullet EP out now. Uh what? Yeah, so top, by the time that this drops, uh by the time this drops, happy Juneteenth, I also dropped a project. Uh, during this time that I'm just kind of just saying right now while we're recording, but yeah, shout the project. Hey, yo, you kind of knew about it. Um, I, I did. I did. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, who was that noise? He said, "Yeah, you gotta do it, man." I, first of all, if I if that was a moment where I was supposed to just say yeah, I was trash because I was like, yeah. I did. You was just like, yeah. you were, you were, you was supposed to say yeah because we talked about it, but I kind of was like, "Yo, I got this project I'm dropping." When last yeah, time you were here, I was like, "Yeah, I got a project dropping," but yeah, project is out now. By the time y'all hear this, it is out. Go check it out on streaming platforms and all that good stuff. Ballot or the Bullet EP by E. Haas. It's my first project of the year, and it was done literally in about three days because, well, written in about three days because of everything going on. Right. Uh, it was a random project. Mm. Kind of how like Dave Chappelle just did. I'm not comparing it to that because that was iconic, which we didn't talk about, by the way. His 846 right. uh, stand up. If y'all, yeah. I don't know if y'all yeah, seen I it. I seen it. Yeah, I seen it. I think it was amazing. I think it was amazing. It was beautiful because it wasn't even refined. Um, right. I think right now during these times, we shouldn't worry about being refined. We have to just be real. Mm-hmm. And that's what this project is. Ballot or the Bullet. And it's uh, out now. Uh, we greatly appreciate you for continuing to listen uh, uh, to our podcast. Um, thank you thank for continuing with us because we're super problematic, but we do love you and we are for a right, righteous and glorious cause. You know I'm just about to say right and glorious cause. What'd you say? I was about to say before for a right and glorious cause like we're Nazis. Oh no! Oh no! No hell! It no. still sounded bad because I said righteous and glorious cause like we are, <laughs> we are Nazis or something. But you know, I don't know. We're positive Nazis. I don't know. Let's no. <laughs> okay. not use Nazis at all. We don't, we don't want to be Nazis at all. No, no, it's not cool. No, it's not yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, thank y'all so much. Appreciate y'all for listening. As always, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get back and start doing some podcasts as the world gets to the green phase and people start getting a bit more comfortable with interactions and stuff. Like we said before, our debt quantities are are kept to a minimum. (laughs) We're not really friends that touch each other every time we move around, so it's not a big problem. So hopefully as things start to get into the green phase, we will start to get back. So hopefully this will be one of the last times you'll get a Skype episode and we can be back. All right. Yeah. Anybody got anything else to say? We good. We good. Oh, happy pride to all my homies out there. Happy pride month. Happy pride month. Yeah, man. Happy pride month to all my LGBTQIA folks. You know what I'm saying? Y'all do y'all thing, man. Have a good time and get out there. We got y'all back. Y'all got eyes. You know what I'm saying? And we keep it pushing. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this has been another episode of the Glorious Passes Podcast. We greatly appreciate y'all for joining us. And we will talk to y'all next week. Hopefully, y'all stay safe. Keep them hands 10 and 2. Make sure you go live. If you get pulled over by one of them pigs, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, no offense, but much offense. All due disrespect. Um, much love to y'all, everybody else. All right, so we'll see y'all next week, though. Much love, God bless, peace. Peace. Cock records, later. Cock records all day. We in the building. <laughs>